Can living a healthy life help us live a free life? Yeah, let's talk about that. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, happy Monday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you live from our Stratus IP studios here in lovely, lovely eastern Indiana. Don't let cyber attacks or outdated business technology put your company at risk. Learn more at briannicholshow.com forward slash Stratus IP. All right, rewind over, well, oh my gosh, well, almost 20 years ago at this point, and uh, you go back to yours truly, I was a big boy. How big was I? Well, to my heaviest when I got into my very late teens, around like 385 pounds. And I found that not only was I very unhealthy, but I was miserable because I was being trapped in a prison cell. That prison cell was my own body. I realized I had lost my own personal autonomy and I had lost the ability to live my life freely. And uh, with that, I decided no more. Never again will I find myself stuck in a position where I was quite literally trapped within the confines of the own walls that were my body and my inability to do things that I wanted to do. So I thought it was important for us today to talk about the importance of not just talking about living by our principles, but how do we actually go ahead and start off if we're having trouble getting things enacted. Joining us today from In Liberty and In Health, Kyle Matovic. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show. How are you doing, my friend? Excellent, Brian. Thank you so much for having me on, and it's uh, great to see you again. Good to see you too. You say again, yes, folks are like, yeah, I thought this guy's name sounds familiar. I just joined you on your awesome show there in Liberty and Health. We talked about living by our principles, which this kind of sparked the conversation for today, which I thought, hey, we should be talking about not just living by our principles, but let's just look at a lot of folks out there who they've identified. Yes, there is a problem. I need help. But how do I get things started? You have your own personal story of fitness and uh, your journey there we're going to talk about today. But first, Kyle, before we dig into things, let's start things off by giving yourself a chance to introduce who you are to the audience and your pathway to talking about health and fitness in the world of liberty. For sure. So um, my name is Kamatovic, as you um, had laid out there beautifully much better than I could. <laughs> uh, I am a libertarian. I'm a musician, if you can't see by the guitars behind me. And I'm also an athlete and huge exercise enthusiast. And as you said, I host the In Liberty and Health podcast. And my um, idea for this podcast was to kind of lay out how I feel personally that health and liberty are intrinsically, tri- or intrinsically tied to one another and how um, trying to maximize your health will also maximize the amount of liberty that you have because um what is all the freedom in the world that um you could possibly have if you can't be alive long enough or you know aren't autonomous enough to enjoy it so um that's kind of what sparked my interest into getting into this realm as well and um uh i was at one point much like you a uh, much bigger individual i was 250 pounds i'm about six feet tall and that's about 70 pounds heavier than where i am right now and uh, I had tried this wacky carnivore diet and not that I recommend this to people, but um, I had lost a lot of weight through that. And then really it wasn't necessarily the carnivore diet that had helped me lose that weight. It was understanding the behaviors and modifying my diet and um, lifestyle to achieve a leaner and much healthier being that mm-hmm. I now enjoy and experience today. Really quick, Kyle. And I just, <laughs> I want to put this out there. You, you touched on something, the carnivore diet. We see this happen a lot. Now I'm not crapping on the carnivore diet or any particular Mm -hmm. diet in that matter. I'm a big fan of the ketogenic diet, but 
folks need to understand this. And I think this is across the board. There is no magic pill. There is no magic diet. There mm-hmm. is no magic wand. What requires, and you hit the nail on the head here, it's, it's changes in your life, right? It's, it's right. healthy habits that you start to implement throughout the day. It's fundamental changes that you're going to uh, take and create throughout your life in your daily habits that are going to help you on this path towards not just change, but then truly making your life better. And I think that's the part a lot of folks, they forget or they don't want to acknowledge. And I got Mm -hmm. this when I lost all my weight, man. And and it drove me crazy is that the the first thing folks asked wasn't, you know, like, oh, what was the hardest part? Or like, oh man, what do you, like, is there anything you you wish you could have done differently? It was always like, wow, what was your, like, what, what uh, surgery did you use? Or like, what, what uh, medication did you take? And I'm just like, why is that? Why is that the question? And I realize it's because they want to be able to do it too, but they want the shortcuts. They, they want to be easy, but man, I don't know. Part of the, the reward was the challenge of seeing that I was able to do this. Now it took two years, right? That's not a, a magic right. pill by any stretch no. of the imagination. There's, there is no magic wand there for a two year period of my life where I was literally at the gym out, you know, walking the roads at like three in the morning, trying to just do something to get myself going. So let's start off there. It, you know, talk about how one can actually start looking at implementing healthy habits. I mean, what are some things you found successful in helping get healthy habits incorporated into your life? And then how do you, do you think other folks might be able to find ways to get healthy habits incorporated into theirs? Well, this is a, a pretty broad topic for me. Um, honestly, I do feel like having a circadian rhythm, a good circadian rhythm for you is going to be something that's very, very helpful in this. So for me personally, I usually go to bed anywhere from about 745 to like nine o'clock at night and get up every morning from about four to 430. Um, that's consistent even on weekends. Even if I'm out playing with my band till 11 o'clock at night, I still generally get up around the same time. And that's not to say I don't take a nap later on in the day because um, that that can be a little bit exhausting. But the circadian rhythm for one, I'm trying to target protein in your diet is very, very important because we know that um protein is the most satiating macronutrient. And that's not to say that you just eat macros per se, but um, when it comes to specific foods, the foods that have higher protein content tend to be more satiating. Um, Walking after meals is great to help regulate blood sugar and appetite because the blood sugar spikes can, in some people, make them feel hungry. Um, Also, getting some more fiber in is a great way. And there have been meta-analysis done that correlated your overall fiber intake with your overall longevity. And once again, that's going to help with satiation as well. And then just um, also not being too hard on yourself when you fall when you fall off the wagon necessarily. So um, when I did the carnivore diet, one thing that I noticed is that um, I'd be good for a week or two and then I'd just have this all out binge, right? I would be eating everything you could possibly put in front of me and I would feel absolutely horrible about it. And then the worst part was that all the progress I made that week was offset by this one day. So um, I try not to say this too much because a lot of people kind of get triggered by this term, but um, calories in, calories out still matters at the end of the day. And if you're having a good week where you eat 1,800 to 2,000 calories all throughout the week, but then on the weekend, you have a cheat of 7,000 calories, well, guess what? You still netted some energy by the end of that week. So don't be too hard on yourself. Try to walk a little bit more. Try to increase protein, increase fiber. And um, those will kind of get you right in the ballpark. And then obviously the exercise routine will help as well. And we can get into that more if you'd like. Yeah, well, and, and we just hit the nice kind of framework here of the two different components that are important. You touched on 
the physical component, and, and th this is the part that so many folks neglect to even address, and that is the diet, right? The nutrition. What are you putting in your body? What's the fuel that you're trying to use to drive the car? So let's talk about the, the fuel part first, because I think that might be the most important thing, because it is often the most forgotten thing. The, the fitness part, it's like, yep, that makes sense. Get up, move more, yeah. do more stuff, pick more things up, put more things down, Get out and walk. Whatever you have to do, just do something. But the diet part, it's constant, right? And I say this, I still struggle with this, where I'll see that commercial and it will just trigger whatever, you know, trigger in my brain goes back to when I was four years old getting the Happy Meal. And that was like, you know, the, the dopamine trigger for me. So like, how do how do you recommend folks start addressing dealing with diet do you recommend small changes first and incrementally change things long term or the cold turkey approach cut things out entirely and then slowly start to incorporate things back in see if certain things bother you but then start to get more of a, a structured regiment in place what are your thoughts so the nice part about this and I actually just did a podcast on this i believe a week or two ago um according to pretty much every single study you find that's correctly done, you're going to see that all diets perform about the same over the course of about six months to a year. So that being said, what diet works for you is going to be the diet that's the best for you. And the best part is, is that you can kind of decide what you want to do. If you like a ketogenic diet, you can do a ketogenic diet. If you like a low fat diet, you can do a low fat diet. Um, I don't recommend the carnivore diet, but that can work too. Um, personally, for me, um, what I found is that kind of a more flexible approach. So what some people may call if it fits your macros or flexible dieting works best for me personally. Um, and for some people, they mean they may need a little bit more rigid rules. But um, if I were to give somebody a prescription, um, I would say, hey, let's try and just make these small changes initially. So why don't we just try to have, you know, a serving of protein three times a day with um, a little bit of fiber and um, preferably those protein sources coming from animal foods because um, those are the most bioavailable to our bodies. And I find them to be just the most enjoyable as well. Um, when it comes to the sugars and oils and stuff like that, let's try to remove as many added sugars as possible. Um, instead of going for fully sugared up barbecue sauces, let's go for sugar-free stuff. Um, instead of going to you know regular syrups, let's go to sugar-free syrups. Um, instead of full fat yogurt, let's go to fat-free yogurt. Um, Try not to use oils on your food or anything like that. A lot of people talk about seed oils, but um, honestly, by a lot of the, da um, the data that I've seen, they're actually pretty benign. I think the harm in seed oils comes from the added calories without any added satiation. Mm. And the same deal goes for sugars. So um, for me personally, I would just say try to make better decisions in your food choices. Um, when you look at a label, try to see if protein is the highest thing. And that's not to say you should be, you know, orthorexic about it, but um, just try to target protein more than anything else. And if you do fail on your diet, if you do have something that's kind of off the plan, don't be scared. Everything's going to be okay. You're one meal off and you're one meal back on. Yep. And it, I think it's important to read the ingredients, right? You start talking about that. And this has been something, I mean, I don't really make New Year's resolutions. I just think, you know, try to do something better each day. Mm -hmm. Like don't, 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 don't wait until January 1st to decide <laughs> yeah. you want to better yourself. Like start uh -huh. doing stuff whenever you can. And one right. thing that I just, I, I started doing, I didn't realize I was doing it more middle of end of last year was reading the, the ingredients, trying to see like, okay, if, is there stuff in here that's real? <laughs> like, is it stuff I can pronounce? If it's not, 
at least look it up. See, why is this in here? Oh, this is a preservative. Okay, well, you know, what are they trying to preserve? Why, you know, how much of this is in here? And then you start to question things there. It's like, okay, you know what? Maybe I don't need all this extra stuff that's in in here. I'll go buy the, the more, you know, I would say the fresh stuff, right? The, the stuff that your body needs, the good fuel. And I guess this goes into another debate we see in that you, you were touching on it, carnivore, ketogenic, vegetarian, vegan, is there one way or another, or is it important for folks to listen to their body? I kind of think the answer is a second one. That's my opinion. But do you have a preference one way or another? Um, so personally, for me, my bias is more towards a low carb diet, although I've done podcasts basically going against low carb, just because I want to be intellectually honest with people. Um, but as I alluded to earlier, um, there have been plenty of analysis done, where if they look at people's weight loss compliance from six months to a year, all people, when calories are equated, um, do about the same and all diets work about the same. So mm -hmm. I'm sure everybody's heard the statistic that I think it's 97% of diets fail, as in people who lose all the weight, gain it all back within yep. three years. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of lucky I made it past a three-year mark and I believe I'm going to maintain my weight loss, or at least I don't see me going back to 250 pounds. At least I really hope not. But um, that being said, um, you know, just find the diet that works best for you. Find the foods that you like. And, um, you know, do your best to not overconsume. Now, once again, there are some things that you should maybe watch out for. Like when you see added sugars or when you see a high saturated fat content in some people that may elevate their cholesterol, which may lead to a heart attack. Now, once again, there's plenty of other things to look at before you look at that. But, um, just try to get in more fibrous foods, right? Because it was going to help with um, satiation. Um, try to limit alcohol consumption. Now, obviously, I'm not a zero alcohol person. I love, you know, my old fashioned. I love, you know, margaritas with my wife. I love all that stuff. Uh, and, um, you know, just try not to go for the fattiest cuts of meat. Instead, maybe go for like a sirloin. And then occasionally, you know, you can have your fatty brisket or ribeye. But um, just more often than not, maybe try to opt in for the sirloin steak, um, the filet, something a little bit leaner, just so that way you get a little bit more protein versus, you know, just lots of fat with that as well. Now we can go on to the exercise part. And this, sure. again, I think this can be just as uh, much of a debate, even mm -hmm. though it shouldn't be of the, the, the food side of things, the, the actual nutrition and is, you know, what's the most effective way to, to lose weight or to gain muscle. And that really goes into what your goals are. Right. And, and I think this is partly what people forget is that this is much like anything else in, in life. It's a system. It's a formula. It's got things that work together and different things that you will do and different equations you put together mm -hmm. will yield different outcomes. So, with that being said, you know, when you look at the, the fitness side of things, the exercise side of things is entirely con uh, contingent on your goals. But let's go back to that person who they've been on the couch their entire life or they've been sitting in the, uh, the video game chair, just, just gaming nonstop. And they haven't mm -hmm. taken a step out of that chair in years. They just got the Cheeto stains on their fingers and the Mountain mm -hmm. Dew stain on their teeth. So how do we get them going from there to taking that first step literally? So for those kind of people, I would honestly just say, you know, let's just start walking. But then let's say this person's comfortable enough with walking for maybe five, 10 minutes. And they're saying, hey, I'm ready to start picking some stuff up and putting it down again. Um, I actually started my wife on this program and I have the little sheet right here. But um, basically you'd want to do, let's do like a full body workout two days a week, because when you're still new to weightlifting, um, the stimulus is going to be so strong because it's a novel stimulus that you're going to grow basically just looking at weights. So that being said, once you start to work out, you're going to be very, very sore. So you may be only, you may only be able to tolerate working out two days a week. 
So let's do a full body workout where you hit everything. You know, you want to get your trap bar deadlift in, which is basically just, you know, picking something up off the ground. You want to squat. You want something, you know, pulling towards you to work your back muscles and your biceps, something pushing away from you to work your chest and triceps, um, you know, some kind of push overhead to work your shoulders and a little bit of your traps and, um, you know, do some calf raises and some other hamstring work. Just um, something to kind of hit your whole body. Don't go crazy. You want to maybe do like, three to four sets per, um, you know, per exercise. And then, you know, maybe try to get some cardio, um, at a different time during the day, maybe in the morning and then hit your workout in the afternoon. And then once you, um, kind of feel pretty good at that, you're no longer getting sore, then we could start doing maybe three days a week, four days. And then for some people, maybe even six days, there's, um, you know, basically the world is your oyster. The gym is your oyster. What about supplements? I hear this all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Folks are Trying to debate what's the best supplements. Creatine. Do I take creatine? Protein powder. Whey protein. Whey isolate. Casein. What, what should I take there? So let's talk about that from a supplementation standpoint. Do you take supplements? What do you recommend on your end? Um, I'm pretty lame in this regard. So I've experimented with a lot of stuff, but um, I would recommend like maybe a multivitamin and vitamin D just because um, if you're up here up north like I am in southwestern Pennsylvania, it gets pretty dark. And you may not see the sun for a little bit. So, um, vitamin D, as we know, has been correlated with, um, you know, all sorts of better health outcomes, um, in regards to pretty much everything in our lives. So a multivitamin will kind of just hit your minimums. And that's not to say that it's a cure all. You should still be trying to get as many nutrients as you can through whole foods, but, um, a multivitamin will help you just kind of hit those bare minimums. Vitamin D, because, you know, everybody's deficient vitamin D. Um, and then if you want to start going above and beyond creatine monohydrate is great. And there's just plenty of research on it to suggest that it's a very, very safe supplement and does help you, uh, build muscle beta alanine for some, because it's going to help buffer lactic acid. So when you start doing exercises longer than about a minute, um, or around a minute, if I remember correctly, then you're going to be able to go a little bit harder for a little bit longer. So that one's pretty good. Um, L-citrulline to help maybe get a little bit better of a pump when you work out. Caffeine's great as well. Um, pretty much any kind of protein is great as well. Some of the ways may be good. Um, and then if you don't digest those well, then there's like different, um, different animal proteins. Like I know, um, Redcon one in particular makes like an animal blend. Um, the vegan proteins are good. And then there's actually what's called potato isolate protein, which actually is high in leucine, which on um, most veggie proteins are deficient in leucine. That's why vegans have to eat more protein versus people who are omnivorous because, um, um, a lot of vegetables are deficient in that amino acid leucine, which is responsible for muscle protein synthesis. You have to get around the three gram mark and most, um, vegetarian sources of protein just don't have that much leucine in. And now a word from our sponsors. In the world of wine, there are so many choices, and that's why Blood of Tyrants Wine has tyrants losing their heads. Whether you're looking for a new go-to at home or want to impress your friends at a party, Blood of Tyrants Wine has you covered. And if you're trying to get rid of some pesky tyrants in your life, well, we've got that covered too. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash wine and get $5 off your order. One more time, briannicholshow.com forward slash wine. Free men don't ask permission, so take a sip. You'll be glad you did. Kyle, what's one thing? Could be one thing, could be multiple things, but let's let's try to narrow it down to at least one, maybe two things that you wish you knew when you had started out your entire fitness journey that you didn't know that would have just made your life so much better, would have made all the difference and would have made you feel like you weren't bashing your head against the wall. Um, <laughs> I, I wish I would have been told that a lot of the fad diets and sensational claims that you hear out there are just kind of that, that they're fad diets and the sensational claims usually aren't backed up by any hard data and are usually BS. 
um, because that would have saved me, a, you know, two years of my life of, you know, restricting, restricting, binging, restricting, binging and um, getting to a much better place mentally and physically while still enjoying foods and not feeling like an absolute failure every single time I fell off the diet. Um, that and also that you can hit more than one muscle group in a day and sometimes more than one time in a week and get much, much better results because you're spreading out the volume of um, overall stimulus to your muscles that the week. So um, just kind of those two things are two things that kind of immediately came to mind. And I'm sure if you let me biddle on it for, um, you know, a day or two, then I could probably come up with a hundred other things. Oh, no, for sure. Um, well, hey, how about this? I know we're already getting hard pressed for time. So let's go towards final thoughts. And I guess as uh, my final thoughts, I'll kick things off here. It's that this this isn't overnight. But it also, it, it's never done. And I think that's one thing for my, I wish I knew was that it's never done. Like I lost 180 pounds of fat and I, in my mind was like, Oh, I did it. But I didn't realize that there was more to it. And then I had to start finding things to keep me wanting to go forward. So then I got into running. And then I loved running for a while and I was running 5Ks all the time, believe it or not. And then I decided after that and my, my knees started to give out and said, no more. I said, okay, let's do some, some weightlifting. And I got so into weightlifting and now, you know, here I am. I'm 6'5, 269 pounds. I, I love lifting. I'm there. I'm like you about 4 a.m. every day at the gym, lifting at least four to, to five days a week, getting some cardio in as well. And this is the best I have felt probably ever across the board. And that's thinking back to, I mean, yeah, I have a lot more aches and pains now than I did back when I was younger. And and that's a lot of injuries as uh, I've gotten older, Mm -hmm. but I, I definitely feel overall that I'm, I'm better off in, in total, in total health. Right. And I also would factor in my mental health as well. And I think that's one area that we in the fitness world we sometimes, we don't work out our mind enough. And that's not talking about reading books and trying to to mm-hmm. educate yourself. Because I think a lot of actual fitness folks are very smart. But in yeah. terms of taking care of the mental health, not trying to compare yourself to somebody else. Because your chapter two, chapter three is not the guy next to you's chapter two, chapter three. He might be on chapter 36, right? So understand that where you're at is not where other people are at, but also vice versa. There's somebody else who's looking at you. They're on chapter one and they're Mm -hmm. like, wow, I want to be on chapter three, right? And and you have to understand that you are also out there likely serving as a a beacon for somebody who's trying to make a better better example in their life. So I say all that. My final thoughts is to uh, go out I guess, you know, in the Jordan Peterson, clean your own room, but also make yourself healthy. It's going to be better for yourself in the long run. You're going to feel better. I speak from experience. I know Kyle, you will speak from experience. Um, and this is, you know, this is interesting, right? We just did an entire episode where we really didn't talk about the liberty movement whatsoever. And, and I think it's because you look at this is, it's, it's completely transcendent of politics. This is how we as individuals will thrive, not as Republicans, as Democrats, as Libertarians, but as people, right? Mm -hmm. We want a prosperous, successful people, and it starts with us being a prosperous, successful individual. And the only way you can do that is if you are physically able to to heed the call when the time comes. So that's Mm -hmm. my final thoughts. Kyle, what do you have for us? Um, I really, really like the way you laid that out about being 
never being done because there is something very, very encouraging about that, at least to me. Um, a lot of people see people hopped up on steroids and what they don't realize is that those people still work very, very hard and that even without those steroids, as big as they are, they would still have to, you know, they probably would be still pretty big without those. So that being said, why not see the best you can do? Like all the guitars right here, all the weights, everything that I do, I'm always thinking this is just putting my reps in, right? I'll never be done. This is who I am. This is part of me. Everything that I'm doing is part of me and who I'm going to become. So I'm going to give it every last little thing that I got. And it's just reps. You know, this is just hammering the iron, right? This is striking the iron while it's hot and trying to build yourself into the most robust, healthy, and best individual that you can be. And um, to almost sound a little selfish, I don't believe that you can really help people maximally until you fully help yourself. So resistance training for me is something that I have to do to make sure that I'm on top of it at all times. I can't help my wife. I can't help the people I work with. I can't help the customer's vehicles that I'm working on if I'm not you know, fully helping myself by doing that every single day, by going for a walk on the treadmill, take my dogs for a walk or lifting heavy weights when I go to the gym or even going out and playing music like I do. I cannot help other people until I help myself. And by helping myself, that is lifting weights and sticking to a consistent workout routine and also enjoying life, you know, once again, maybe deviating from the diet a little bit or just factoring in a piece of cheesecake like I did this past Friday to enjoy the cheesecake factor with my wife. And we sit down and have a cocktail. And we have a great dinner. It's a beautiful time. And, um, you know, we go home, you know, a little bit fat and happy. And that's perfectly OK, too. I, and really quick, I don't mean to interrupt. I got to give a shout out as well, because I, too, partook in some cheesecake. Because our girl, Jen Jacobson <laughs> from Beloved Cheesecake. So she was just uh -huh. on the show last Monday. Nice. And uh, she was talking about how she was one of the few uh, business owners across America who was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm not dealing with all this nonsense with the government's passing down and tell me I'm not essential. So her, yeah. uh, her bakery, which had just started there at the beginning of COVID, they fought back and, uh, she has some gluten free cheesecakes now to your point, oh. right? I don't usually okay. get to have that kind of stuff and I have celiac disease. So she, was so does my wife. There you go. So here you go. <laughs> Jen sends them in the mail. Uh, I cannot recommend beloved cheesecakes enough. I had a peppermint cheesecake phenomenal they have to use a walnut crust for it so uh, i'm gonna be uh, making sure my five-star google review will be uh landing there shortly but if you're looking oh, yeah. for a cheesecake in the future that's one to get oh yeah i'll definitely have to try it um yeah that's awesome and one thing that you touched on there real quick that i also wanted to elaborate on yeah. um always 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 leave local businesses small businesses five-star reviews if you think they're so yes. worth it that goes so unbelievably far. And there's something beautiful about seeing individuals go out there and put their name on the line for other businesses. Because as soon as people type that business in Google, I mean, my old man owns a shop to see all these five-star reviews. That means you can trust this person. And, um, you know, because this is the world that we live in now is we live online. So when people want to find a service, they're going to look at the reviews. So um, whatever you can do to help, you know, your fellow leaders in the community become you know, more well-known and more revered amongst their peers do that. Absolutely. Kyle, unfortunately, as much as I wish you could keep going and going like the Energizer Bunny, because this is a great conversation. And frankly, this is a conversation that we need to see having more frequently uh, taking place in the Liberty Movement beyond conversations about who's better, Rothbard or Hop or, or Hayek or no, stop it. 
Like, go get, get, get off the couch. Go get off the internet. Go outside. You stop arguing, fatty. Like, we need to stop doing this where we think that as long as we're online having these political arguments that we're making a difference, you make a difference first by, by changing yourself. So you want to really start trying to see what you can accomplish in life. Go see what you can accomplish in your uh, your own physical health first. So uh, that being said, Kyle, uh, please do us a favor. Let folks know where they can go ahead and uh, find you. They want to continue the conversation, but also they want to go ahead and subscribe to your phenomenal podcast. Remind us, what is the name of that show and where can they go ahead and find it? Awesome, Brian. Well, one more time. Thank you for having me on. You can find me at Kyle Matovic, K-Y-L-E-M-A-T-O-V-C-I-K on Twitter. If you look up In Liberty and Health on Google, on YouTube, Spotify, you name it, you'll find it there. Um, you've been a guest twice and you're welcome back on anytime. Um, also look up the band A Common Crown. That's the band that I um, do backup vocals for and also play guitar in. Um, we're playing for we're opening for lita ford may so if anybody if any of your listeners are here in pennsylvania near the pittsburgh area um come check us out and um yeah one more time just thanks for uh, having me on and um yeah you guys can find me um twitter everywhere else where uh you know people are people awesome we'll make that easy for you folks by the way to go ahead and find everything brian com is the uh, the main hub for of course anything related to guests we've had in the show sponsors for the show but specifically, now I know 99% of you are joining us here on the audio version. All you got to do is go to your favorite podcast catcher, click the artwork on your uh, your podcast catcher. It'll bring you right over to today's episode where you can find, yes, those links. Um, you can find social media, but also you can find the entire transcript of today's episode. And you can find the video version of the show, which is over on YouTube, on Odyssey, and on Rumble, wherever it is you get your video content from. All I ask, do me a favor, hit that little subscribe button and notification bell so you don't miss a single time we go live. And by the way, yes, you saw the ticker there at the bottom of the screen. We have a brand new free ebook. It is how to win your local election. It is for anyone who is running for local office. You're thinking about running for local office. What does it entail? We're going to go through how to build your campaign. We're going to talk about fundraising, voter outreach, messaging and more go grab your free copy at briannicholsshow.com forward slash win local as for me find me on twitter facebook at b nichols liberty and of course when you're there please go ahead and share the episode that you enjoyed as uh, today i think we had a great conversation how we can help encourage folks to go ahead and live a better life to help promote liberty yes in a more healthy manner so with that being said, that's all we had for you. Kicking things off here with a, a nice way to start the week. With that being said, Kyle, thank you for joining us. And folks, if you got some value from today's episode, well, go ahead and give some value back. You can become an audience insider. $1.99 over at briannicholshow.com forward slash support. Link in the show notes. But with that being said, Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Kyle Matovic. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation. And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't 
forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to the Brian Nichols Show at BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash support.